conditioning the mind for the objectives of Ramadan. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nadheen as-tafa Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyamu kama kutiba ala ladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattakoon وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق المحارم تكن اعبد الناس او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم موسس فكر علماء الكرام برادزن الناس last night was a very great and auspicious night of the 15th of شعبان and when that great occasion comes and it means now we are already knocking on the door of ramadan and the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif that was recited, we will inshallah keep listening to this ayat being explained, being elaborated on over and over again. person goes to Makkah Mukarrama, so why did he go to Makkah Mukarrama? So he went there to perform Umrah. So he went to Makkah Mukarrama, but he didn't perform Umrah. So, going to the Mubarak place, he will be benefiting from the Anwarat and Barakat of that great space in there, the blessings that descend in the, on the Kaaba Sharif, etc. But he didn't perform Umrah, so the purpose of his journey wasn't achieved. So, the month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala has made fasting compulsory. So, Ramadan is for fasting but fasting Allah Ta'ala Himself says is for taqwa. Kutiba alaykum musiyamu kama kutiba ala ladina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon. So though this example is not entirely fits completely because fasting is compulsory, there is no compromise on that. One has to fast. He cannot claim that I am on a certain level of taqwa so I don't need to fast. But Allah Ta'ala Himself declares that this is the part of the journey to a destination. The destination is taqwa. Now many a times we are intending to fast. Alhamdulillah, every person here has that intention. The month of Ramadan is going to come. We are inshallah going to be fasting. But we also are going to be trying to acquire taqwa. That intention sometimes is not even there. I want the great rewards. That intention is there, alhamdulillah. I'm going to be making much still out of the Quran Sharif. Many mashallah make that intention. They already have some targets. Alhamdulillah. Allah Ta'ala give us topic to increase those targets. Many already have in their hearts and minds that inshallah the month of Ramadan, normally I don't manage to wake up for tahajjud, my own weakness. But in the month of Ramadan, the time of sahri is a time of tahajjud. So I'm going to make tahajjud every night. We should try to make that. So Alhamdulillah, many a person has that intention. And likewise, many other righteous deeds, when a person is actually now planning how much more sadaqah I'm going to give in the month of Ramadan and these very important projects that I need to try and contribute to, I'm going to do it in Ramadan because I want those multiplied rewards. Alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah. So mashallah, all these intentions are excellent and we should be making more intentions like this also. But the question is that have we in the years past now already we are on the doorstep of Ramadan 
have we made the intention to acquire taqwa? Alhamdulillah, we have the intention to fast. There is no compromise on that. It's compulsory. And likewise, all these various nawafil, this too is part of our intention. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to increase that as well. But have we made the intention to acquire taqwa? Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this great auspicious night which Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy enabled us to be witnessing, to be part of it, to be present. But this auspicious night came just two weeks before Ramadan. Allah alone knows His hikmat. But this was a clean up time. Allah Ta'ala promised His forgiveness for countless people but yet excluded certain categories of people from the forgiveness of this night. Person who harbors malice and enmity, person who is involved in breaking family relationships, person who is disobedient to his parents. In one hadith it comes, the crux of it is a person involved in zina, person who is an addicted to intoxicants. All these people have been excluded what was the effect of this? That a person who understood to some extent the greatness of this night, he would have already made amends, made toba, cleaned himself out, made toba from that zina, that zina in every level, whether it is zina of the eyes, zina of the ears, and any level of zina. And likewise all the other inner sins, external sins. Why? Because he wants to clean himself for the forgiveness of this night but that was meant to be a preparation now that the clean, cleaning up for the month of Ramadan to acquire this wealth of taqwa so mashallah these intentions that we have all are excellent Allah Ta'ala give us topic to increase them but now let us check within ourselves have I decided I want to acquire taqwa did I make the intention have I made that as a resolution have I made that as my target? Like mashallah, I have a ta- target of tilawat. I have a target of so many paras in Tarawih Salah. I want to perform. There's another Tarawih Salah taking place where there will be more Quran recited. Five paras a night. I want to be part of that. Mashallah, excellent. I want to be giving more sadaqah in the month of Ramadan. Excellent. But have I made a decision within myself? This is my target. That when the month of Ramadan comes, even before it comes, I want to already be ready with taqwa. So that I can increase the taqwa in the month of Ramadan. And so that the object that Allah Ta'ala has declared Ramadan for, has He declared fasting for. As mentioned, Ramadan is for fasting. So mashallah, we are all ready for fasting. But fasting is for taqwa. By the declaration of Allah Ta'ala Himself. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Have I made that as a decision? Have I made that as a resolution? Now what is taqwa all about? We've heard over and over again that the very simple explanation of taqwa is giving up sin. Giving up sin. Allah Ta'ala gives us the command that give up all the internal and external sins. ism, all the sins that are external. Person looking at haram, that's a terrible sin. Person speaking lies, backbiting engaging in other vulgarity, person committing all kinds of other vices and sin, going to places of haram, going to the dens of zina and gambling, and cheating and deceiving and whatever other vices and sins, 
And likewise the innocence, Zahir al-Ithmi wa Batina. The innocence of pride, of arrogance, of malice, of jealousy, of the love of the ego, and all the various other maladies of the heart. Allah Ta'ala says, وَذَرُوا ظَاهِرَ الْإِثْمِ وَبَاطِنَا Give up all these external sins, the internal sins. This is the crux of taqwa. Have we made that intention that I need to cleanse my heart out, I need to cleanse my life out of all these problems, all these sins, all these things that are becoming a barrier in me progressing in deen. Despite, mashallah, many a times we are engaging in many amal, and alhamdulillah this is very great. But yet, despite all the amal, we are still in the same circle of sin. A person, mashallah, performs his salah five times a day with jama'ah, but yet he's still addicted to looking at haram on his phone. A person, mashallah, is making tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif also daily. But despite that, he's still engaging in ghibat as well. So, mashallah, the tilawat is excellent. That must never stop. That must increase. But the ghibat must also stop. Just as this must increase, the ghibat must stop. The lying must stop. MashaAllah, a person sometimes, he makes a lot of tasbih, a lot of zikr. But his tongue hasn't stopped uttering vulgarities. He just, slight something irritates him, provokes him, and all kinds of flowery language and vulgarities are flowing from his tongue. So MashaAllah, that zikr is excellent. And that must increase. But when is the decision going to be made that I must never ever utter a vulgar word again? Some people say business can't happen without it. How are you going to run your business without this? How are you going to control your staff without it? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliyil azim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made something haram that was na'udhu billah necessary for us. So now this is, there's no intention. There's no intention of stopping the vulgarity. So how are we going to acquire taqwa? There's no intention for giving up the misuse of the eyes. So where are we going to gain the objective of fasting? So now, mashallah, the person went all the way to Makkah, Mukarramah, but he didn't make Umrah. He went in the days of Hajj. He put his ihram on. What was the ihram for? To perform Hajj. But he put his ihram on. He didn't go to Arafah. So somebody will say, but what was the whole purpose of this effort you took? This should have brought some end result. You came for the purpose of performing Hajj, you put your ihram on, but you didn't make Hajj, you didn't go to Arafah. So fasting is obviously compulsory, there is no compromise on that. But Allah Ta'ala has declared fasting for a purpose. Now the question is, have we even intended to acquire that purpose? Now we are looking, mashallah, for all the solutions to our issues and problems. But Allah Ta'ala has made fasting prescribed it so we may acquire taqwa because taqwa has all the solution for us whatever we are looking for in all the issues Allah Ta'ala has placed it in taqwa in giving up sin and that is what we haven't intended we are looking for the solution but we haven't intended to take it we have problems in terms of our risk every person is looking at the price of oil and what's going to become the condition and then every person is now stressing over how I'm going to survive but Allah Ta'ala says survival is in my control survival is Allah Ta'ala has placed it in taqwa survival is not in what is the price of oil the one who has taqwa Allah Ta'ala says Allah will grant him a solution out of every problem 
and will grant him rizq from sources he cannot imagine. Just as this is the prescription for rizq, taqwa, the prescription for the solution to problems, the opposite is also applicable when the Hadith Sharif Nabi Islam says, Inna rajula la rizqa yusibu. Person is deprived of rizq due to a sin that he has committed. MashaAllah, the amal continue, but if the sins don't stop, then the problems won't stop. And the amal, these become a means of bringing down rahmat, but the sins become a barrier from the rahmat reaching. So now we haven't intended to acquire taqwa and be looking for the solution to rizq. But the solution to rizq Allah has placed in the object of Ramadan, which we haven't intended illa mashallah. We are looking for a solution to all the social problems, the bitterness that is in home, the problems in terms of relationships, spouses are loggerheads with each other, and homes are on fire, Allah save us. But now where is the solution to this? Where is this fire coming from and what's the solution? So this fire comes, can be from many other things as well, but by and large it comes from sin. Sin is the fire. And the water that will cool us and extinguish this fire is taqwa. Obedience of Allah wa ta'ala. In one hadith sharif, Rasulullah says that when Allah ta'ala loves a person, when is Allah going to love somebody? Who does Allah ta'ala love? Allah ta'ala loves in awliya'uhu illa al-muttaqoon. Same purpose of Ramadan, purpose of fasting. Allah's friend, Allah loves, everybody loves his friend. Allah's friends are only the muttaqeen. Person can be a musalli, but if he is not muttaqeen, he is not a friend of Allah Ta'ala. Let alone musalli of five times a day with jama'ah, he can be performing his nafil, excellent, mashallah. But Allah Ta'ala doesn't declare him as his friend. Allah Ta'ala declares the muttaqeen as a friend, those who give up sin. So obviously a person gives up sin, he is not going to leave the faraiz, the wajibat. That goes without saying, the sunnah and follows along with it. But the person who gives up sin is the friend of Allah wa ta'ala. And Allah loves his friend. So when a person, Allah loves him, Allah ta'ala says to Jibreel salatu wasalam, Inni uhibbu fulan and I love so and so, you must also love him. Jibreel salatu wasalam then loves him. He announces in the heavens, Allah loves so and so, I love him, you must also love him. All the angels begin to love him. Summa yuda'u lahul qabulu fil ard and then the acceptance for him descends on earth, people start loving him. His own household starts loving him. His wife starts loving him. The husband starts having love and muhabba for his wife. Because she has also adopted taqwa. Parents and children start loving each other. There is an atmosphere of happiness, of peace, of serenity. And when the opposite happens, when Allah Ta'ala dislikes somebody, why will Allah dislike anybody? Allah got no personal matter with anyone. Allah Ta'ala has got no personal issue with anybody. But if a person blatantly wants to defy Allah Ta'ala, wants to disobey Him, and day in and day out his routine has become sin, he's waiting for that private moment to go and look at something haram, forget that private moment, now he's watching in front of his wife also. And he says to her, day you say anything, I'll divorce you. That is the extent to which how blatant things become then. 
So now when Allah dislikes somebody, Allah Ta'ala calls Jibreel Salatu Salam, I dislike so and so, you must also dislike him. Jibreel Salatu Salam then dislikes him. He announces in the heavens, Allah dislikes so and so, you must also dislike him. You must also hate him. All the malaika start hating him. Then that hatred and dislike for him descends on earth. Sometimes a person is looking for the problem. What is the reason for this? He's looking elsewhere for it. It can be elsewhere sometimes. Sometimes can be elsewhere. Sometimes it is a person's poor akhlaq. He hasn't learned how to talk correctly. All the time just talking in a way that humiliates somebody, degrades somebody, hurts people's feelings, samples their feelings. But very often the situation is simply from ourselves. The situation is, why am I always finding this negativity from people closest to me? Husband can't find the positivity from his wife. The wife can't see the positivity coming from her husband. Parents and children at loggerheads. What not goes on? But this problem is often just within ourselves and us. That has come from above. The problem has come due to our own doing. Our sins has descended that dislike for us. Now everybody just can't seem to have any peace from us also. So all these issues come back to one aspect, what Allah has given us Ramadan for. That if a person adopts this life of taqwa, the life of obedience to Allah wa ta'ala, gives up haram, gives up sin, now is the time to have done it already. MashaAllah, last night we made toba, we made istighfar, Allah ta'ala accept each one's toba and istighfar. Allah ta'ala accept all the ibadah that each one made. But did we make the decision that now I'm going to move with taqwa? That decision, inshallah, we made last night. Allah Ta'ala accept that decision also. Allah Ta'ala keep us steadfast. This is the time now. Many a person says, you know, just before Ramadan now, just try and just cover up whatever I might not do in Ramadan now. Then we've already set ourselves on the path of destroying the entire spirit of Ramadan, the purpose of Ramadan. Now is the time to pick up the momentum. And the most important thing is, MashaAllah, many a person has started increasing his tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. Somebody has started making more dua. Somebody has started engaging more in some other amal. The most important thing is, have we already given up sin? Have we made sincere tawbah? Have we shut off that smartphone, all the evils on it? Have we given up all the evil talk? Have we made tawbah from the evil of the eye? From looking at all the filth? And whatever other sins, Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, that we make sincere tawbah. And this is the first step to taqwa, making sincere tawbah, making that determined resolution, that intention, not just on a very, very superficial level. Deep down, the decision in the heart. This Ramadan has become a Ramadan of taqwa. This Ramadan must become a moment of connecting with Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Allah Qurtubi Rahimahullah, he says, what is taqwa all about? It's building up this relationship with Allah Ta'ala. When a person truly has a relationship, spouses have a true good relationship, then there's a different feeling, then there's that mahabba, then they want to go out of their way to take care of one another, to be good to one another. If we have this true relationship with Allah Ta'ala, Allah will take care of all our needs. Allah is independent of everybody, He needs nobody. But we need Allah Ta'ala. And if the Ummah turns to Allah Ta'ala in sincerity, acquires taqwa, then no oil price can threaten our survival and no issues anyway in the world can cause difficulty to us. We need to turn to Allah Ta'ala. We need to bring down the rahmat.